yo, 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 yo. What's going on, happy people? Uh, we're back this week with another episode on Galaxy Culture with your favorite host and hostess in the world, your boy P5, Mr. Gonna Do It. <laughs> this is your a minute with Max. Y'all already know. Chocolate. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Um, you already know who it is. Depending on what state you in, you know me by different names, but you know, can't say too much because the fans watching. Ain't shit changed with the weather, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> so, so this um, week we got yeah. you know we're talking about some good stuff, man. I think I think next week's topic is gonna be a little touchy. We're gonna get into our personal lives, how life's been treating us, you know. It's 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 just one of them big ones, man. Where I feel like you know it touches the soul, not just the heart and mind, but it actually touches the soul. Mm-hmm. You actually get to go deep. You guys get to go deep with us and how our life's going, and you know some of the obstacles that we've been overcoming. You know. Yeah. Before we before we move forward, I just want to I just want to put a disclaimer. Uh, we're going to talk about some we're going to talk about some rough things in this podcast. So we don't want anybody to be triggered by anything that we say. But if that is the case, this is the warning right here. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about some things that a lot of people struggle with and being vulnerable. Some things that you don't really hear in other podcasts. But once again, this podcast is an anomaly, and we're going to talk about these things. We also ask that you don't judge us if you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything that we're going to bring up. Like, just reach out to us. Let us know. You feel me? And I'm pretty sure, well, me personally, I wouldn't mind going into detail with whomever get in contact with me about what I'm going through, what I have been through, and the things that's occurring right now in my life. But more than anything, please have compassion and empathy if you are capable of doing that about what we're about to talk about, because life is life. But let's get it started. Yeah, so who wanna who wanna break the ice? Who got their first question? All right, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and break the ice, man. And first off, I want everybody to be completely honest about about these questions, man. And I know y'all will. So let's go ahead and get to it. And this is for each and every one of you. Who broke uh, your heart? Oh, what you mean? Like you gotta be you gotta be specific, bro. Because I can easily say a video game. Not bro, like nah, for real, like let's not, not, not like that, bro. Not like who actually, who is somebody that you trusted and admired, and they broke your heart, bro, in one way or another. My baby daddy. Um, it's kind of tough, bro. I ain't gonna bullshit with you. That's a tough one because I feel like it's a lot of people that play that, that played a part of my heartbreak, and. I don't know, but if we're talking, if we're talking like relationship-wise, um, I'll say my ex. But if we're talking like family, I'll just say my mom. And why is that, bro? Uh, so with my ex, you feel me? I thought we was gonna be, you know, together forever. She's my best friend. You know, someone you open up to like that. That that's that. I think that's where my heartbreaks come from, bro. Opening up to the wrong people and then you feel mm-hmm. me not getting the same shit in return or just kinda kinda made it look like I'm like I'm going crazy or some shit, bro. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't, I, my my big thing is my own like feeling like my 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 uh, my feelings ain't valid, you know. Yeah, I completely understand. Cause, and- you know, it goes back to the one podcast that me and you did a couple months back when we were talking about like problems as men and all that, like what men face. How you know we're you know we're not supposed to cry, we're not supposed to show no feelings, or let me say not show feelings, but. Like, if we're not supposed to cry, bro, or, like, our feelings ain't valid. It's like, you know, all we get is a, man, you got to toughen it up. Take it to the chin, bro. You a man. Like, shit like that. But, yeah, just me opening up to people and not getting shit in return. And then, you know, like I said, making it feel like my shit ain't valid. Yeah. And, Maxine, if I'm not mistaken, correct, you said your baby's father, who we don't have the name. Yes. Um, and why? And, and why did he break your heart? I would just say because I expected more than what he was capable of giving, and okay. that kind of goes back to what I said. Like sometimes when you are in love with someone, and it doesn't matter what kind of relationship, just love in general, when you're willing to tote that person on your back during fire, during storm, for life, forever, I feel like sometimes we give people the benefit of the doubt and they have to show us who they are and they're going to eventually do that. But um, for me, I just feel like I was in love at a young spot. I feel like that's what my honest answer is. Like, I realized I didn't love him because I was at I was in love at a young position in high school when shit is good and we go to school all day and all we yeah. gotta worry about is homework and like we didn't really that wasn't real life. We were still yeah. kids, if you understand yeah. what I'm saying. So when I grew up and I became a woman and I started being grown and handling my business, mm-hmm. um I kind of realized that I was with an individual who liked to pretend that he had X, Y, and Z, and he got this and could do that. And we're not talking about prom tickets and homecoming dresses, and we're not talking about that no more. We're not talking about pet rallies and buy me this from the concession stand. We're not talking about that no more. Nah, we talk no, about no more rent. that puppy love. Yeah. yeah, we talk about light bills. We talk about we need daycare for the kids. I need gas in my car. I just got a nail in my tire. If you are not the type of man for me that can handle with real life situations, I realize that I don't desire you in the smallest shape or form. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had to come to the conclusion of it's okay to deal with someone like that, but you get your lesson and you move on. So basically, to sum all that up, I feel like my daughter was my lesson in that heartbreak. Okay. Um, what you got to say? <clears throat> like, what's your, what? who hurt you and... Who broke my heart? Uh, first off... Um, Overall, man, I think I think my I think my family broke my heart, and uh, I'm the second person that broke my heart. Uh, I think my family broke my heart in many different ways. You feel me? Um, yeah. 
And if anybody and if any of them listen to this and you don't understand where I'm coming from, then I really don't want to talk to you. Um everybody know what well, a majority of people know that my father being locked up since I was a you know a baby and things like that. And I feel like always wanting a father figure. Everybody told me that my dad was coming home and everybody fucking knew that this nigga over here serving two life sentences. You feel me? Yeah. I think that was the first and like having that hope, right? I think that's the first thing that um that broke my heart because it made me feel like for some reason I wasn't good enough, right? Um I feel like my my like my family constantly lied to me. I remember the first time I actually felt like shit. Well, I was going to get my I was going to get my graduation pictures done over at that Walmart and um what it is, the it's Arbendale, right? And I was I was busy because I was talking to a college coach for some D three school, right? And go home because they didn't have whatever. you We couldn't plug up the phone or something like that. And I told my auntie, I was like, you know what? I don't want to go. And she called me pathetic. When I tell you that shit sit, sit with me to this fucking day, bro. And I never talked to her about it because I can't talk to people in my family because they just going to like, I know that I would get upset in those conversations because I, I highly feel like a lot of them. They don't they don't try to seek understanding. They either feel like they're right or whatever. Um, I've been going to therapy and counseling for like the past four months, bro. And that's been some of the hardest shit. And I think that goes back to me breaking my own heart, bro. Because um, you had I, expectations, right? Man, I, I do. And this is one of my flaws, man. I'm just being completely honest. And fuck, I feel like I'm about to get emotional right now. You already know what I was thinking about doing a couple weeks ago, bro, like last week or something like that. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, everybody, every fucking body, bro. I try to call people, bro. Nobody, Nobody's there to answer the phone. But when it's vice versa, I'm always the first person to shoot whomever money. You feel me? Yeah. I'm always the first person to answer a phone call. And for your family... Not to be there the way how they say that they are or the way how they say that they should. Like, man, that's that shit hurt, bro. And like I, I continuously have hope. You feel me? I feel like I'm just being ignorant at this point in time about the situation. Cause like they say that they love me, but bro, I don't I don't care what you say. Like, show me that, bro. Just answer my phone call. Just call one time and not ask for fucking money, bro. Call to see how I'm doing. Yeah. Cause if you actually call to see how I'm doing, bro. You will know that I've been, you feel me, going through therapy. I've been, you know, diagnosed with depression. I've been diagnosed with PTSD, but they see that I'm doing great. Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing good, bro. I'm not taking away from none of my accomplishments. Shout out to my nigga Anson, because he brought that to my attention the other day. I'm doing good, but like, bro, I feel so broken and empty mm. in the instant. Like I'm not mentally tired. I told I told my sister this. I'm not mentally tired. I'm not physically tired. Like I can thug that shit out. Like my soul, the essence of my being is fucking tired, man. And if y'all don't know what that feel like, I'm happy for you. And I don't want you to know what that feel like. But I think uh I think I broke my own heart, man. And um I'm trying to I'm trying to get back right, bro. Yeah, I don't blame you, bro. It's it is hard out here. And then, like you say, family. Because when you think of family, 
you know, you think of people that are always, that's supposed to be there for you, that's supposed to help you through thick and thin, right yeah. or wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that nowadays. And that's, and that's another thing you feel me that, that I feel like bothers me as well too, is because like you say, when a bit need to call me or they need help, I'm there. You feel me? I done gave motherfuckers my last where I had to stretch fucking $10, $15 out for two weeks until a nigga got paid again. Or if I had to like, you feel me, stretch fucking $20 for two weeks. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, bro. You know, I tested the water the other day with y'all, even though I knew what the answer was going to be. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, it's still, you know, it, it was still the reassurance and accountability that I got from y'all when y'all were like, shit, I ain't got Apple Pay, but I got cash out. What's up? What you need? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was like, yo, they're hunting for that because, you know, I, I know if I had tasted other people, they'd be like, what you need it for? Oh, I ain't got it. Yeah. But I did that because you feel me? I already knew what it was with y'all. It ain't. Ain't something I got a question or anything yeah. like that, but it is it is the family part that you feel me that bothers me because you know I ain't gonna go too much in the detail on like situations and shit like that, but it's just like been times where you feel me I done had to damn near risk my freedom for family, but I know I wouldn't get the shit in return. Oh, uh, <laughs> bro, I remember that one time we was about to slide on the one kid. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Hey, I forgot. I forgot his name. Even if I knew his name, I wouldn't say it. But yeah, man, this uh, like family. Family plays a big role, and yeah, I'm not diagnosed or anything like that. But when I, you feel me, when I get the courage and all that to want to go speak to a therapist or something like that, like I feel like me personally, deep down inside, I feel not even deep down inside, just on the outside, I just feel like. Family is the cause of a lot of my like stress and anxiety, you know. Yeah, bro. Because it's like you feel me. Ever since I was eight, nine years old, like my family's been dependent on me and all that. It's just like a lot of people. Like I still think about it, even though you feel me. It was a chance and an opportunity to try something different. But like the two years that I couldn't play football because you feel me, I didn't have no way to or from practice. Or games, but it's just like I got family members that were like up the road from me, or like not even far, and they could have you feel me. They could help do that, and that's when I had to turn around and play baseball for two years. Not saying I didn't, you know, I didn't have a good time and all that, but it's just like yeah. damn, damn. All right, man. So I'm about to move on to the next question. I just go ahead and ask my second question. What was your rock bottom? Mm. I've been through it. Go ahead, Maxine. You got it left. Um, my first rock bottom. Damn, she said first. Yeah, because I'm not going to Tell us all. I ain't even hit fucking bikini bottom. Yeah. Bikini <laughs> bottom. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Like. So I would say my first rock bottom for real, for real, um, was coming to the understanding of my mom, like getting her life together and transitioning, um, to like a sober mind and a sober body and a sober lifestyle. I didn't really understand that. And for me to be so young, that was my first like big transition. It wasn't a bad one, but it was a different one. 
But when I had my daughter, that was very, I don't want to say traumatizing, but that was a lot all at once. Your body goes through so much, you go through so much. And then you kind of, like I just said, you look to a person for help or for guidance or to even fucking shave your vagina. And if they're not there, they can't do that. So that kind of puts a damper on your soul. And then I would feel like my first time jumping off the porch. Um, I have a lot of friends that I call friends. Like I have a lot of people that Say if I call a friend. That's a, better, you, that's a better word, associates. Associates, okay. So I have a lot of associates that if I call, they're going to pick up their phone. And mm-hmm. like you just said, it doesn't even have to be about money. I could be calling you to ask you a real life question mm-hmm. or get your advice. Um Damn, I need I just, better associates. <laughs> I just feel like when I put my trust in someone who, like I said, once again, you give people the benefit of the doubt and you don't know them since high school. And, you know, you haven't seen this person live or when you have, you've only been with this person for a short amount of time. So you haven't really seen them. Um, I feel like me moving out with another party I'm not even gonna say a name but another party I just feel like I should have came to the A when I first got here and I should have just thugged it out and roughed it out on my own from the get-go but I put my faith in other people's hands and I feel like sometimes when you start trusting in the motherfucker more than you start trusting yourself shit gets sloppy too yeah it's okay to be selfish that's something I'm, you know, I'm, I'm learning with now as we speak. And that's the, the thing. I've too. never been selfish. I got to mm-hmm. learn how to be selfish. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm 100% with you on that. Um, so I kind of, I believe I hit rock bottom <clears throat> recently, say sometime last year. Um, ain't going to go too much in the, <clears throat> in the detail with it and all that, but it's just like, I feel like with me being the oldest sibling, Mm-hmm. A lot more stuff is on me, and more eyes are like on me. And then, you know, I feel like I don't get a lot of stuff in return. Like, I'm big on just a simple, you feel me? How you doing? Or how's everything? Like, are you okay? Like, you know, just a small talk or something like that. Like, instead, mm-hmm. I always, I, you know, <clears throat> I get a text of, oh, hey, how's it going? And then, such and such, can I get this or can I borrow or can I can't like it's like damn bro, you niggas like you just jump straight into it like you don't even you don't even hear me out and it's just like sometimes I feel like I be around family and they don't see my cries for help, you know, mm-hmm. like they don't yes. you know they don't see how like for instance Brian like this pregnancy yeah it's been smooth bro but I've been doing a lot of like battling with my mind bro. Like, yeah. I've been at war with my mind, bro, and I, I hate that, and it it, <clears throat> it affects me just some because, like, bro, I wake up at the same times in the middle of the night every night, bro, every Dang. night, never fails, um, heat flashes, like, cold, cold sweats is what they call it, like, cold sweats, like, bro, it's, you feel me, I just, I don't know, it's like, you know, you know, once you... Like, friends, when you get that news of, like, you're having a kid or whatever, bro, like, it's a different feeling because it's just, like, it's almost like a button flip flips in on you, like, all right, now I have to be the best that I 
that I can be and I have to do it now. Like, I have to do it now. Not, oh, after a couple years of her being born, like, you have to do it now. Like, yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of stuff that I'm, that I didn't get to do or that I didn't get to fulfill just yet, which, you know, they're still in the works by the grace of uh, Allah. But it's like, it's, I don't know, bro, it's a lot of stuff, like, stressful. And then, like, I understand a lot of people want you to, like, you know, oh, just, you got to figure it out through your own. I don't want to, I don't want to sit there and tell you that I can only give you an opinion and all. And it's just like, well, damn, bro, like, prepare, like, I feel like, I feel like family could have prepared me a little better. And all this because, like, yes, I am 25 and I'm having my first kid, but it's just like, you're never, you'll never be ready for a kid, bro. That's no. like, you'll never be ready for it. But at the same time, when you get that news, like, you got, you got to be prepared, you know? Yeah. So I just, you know, stuff like that. I feel like I'm doing a lot of stuff on my own. Now, granted, I do have people I can talk to, like, for instance, my in-laws, my girl's mom and dad, like, that, like they check up on me a lot more. My, you mm-hmm. know, my dad do too. I ain't gonna sit there and take that from him. Eat, uh, take that from him. He do and all that. And then I just feel like, as like when I talk to my dad, I don't, like I know I can like ask him about you know parenthood and all that. But it's just like I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like you know talking man to man. It's just like. Like, you kind of feel like you got to figure it out. You feel me? But I know if I ask them, I can I can get the yeah. answers or whatever. But like I said, her people, they always check up on me, bro. Like her dad be wanting to go fishing with me down there every week. Like, he just be wanting to, like, be with me. And then he also, like, tells me all the time, like, yo, like, I'm here. Like, if you need to talk or if you feel like you need guidance or, like, you lost, like, I'm here. And, like, and I know he's 100% for me. He'll never look the other way. But it's just, like, I don't know, bro. It's it's hard because, you know, it all goes back to, you know, you having to open up to somebody, bro. Because once you get that first heartbreak, bro, that shit, even even to open up, to, you know, to making new friends or, like, a new friendship and all that, like, but that shit's hard, bro. It is. That's some shit that you can't really just come back and, you feel me, bounce back from it and do it again. It's just, like, I don't know, bro. It's just the whole open up and, like, having to tell someone about you when they should already know something about you or like yeah they should, already, they should already like read you i don't know bro like i feel like a lot of stuff i have a lot of expectations for people like like i say when i be crying in silence like i'll be around people and i'll be like dying inside or crying in silence like y'all should be able to like just look at me and be like damn like something's bothering him but they don't like i i, I was listening to this song and one of the verses that really caught my attention was he said, and uh, when I'm by myself, I'm crying, but in public, I'm smiling. That just hit me a little differently. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that hit different because it's so, when I, even with me just telling y'all that, like so many different thoughts ran through my mind on like how many, like on how I relate to it. Cause I'm like, damn, bro, like, it's like one of the realest shit that I've heard, you know. Mm. Real Man. niggas prevail. We ain't gonna let you feel me. Real niggas prevail. Mm-hmm. You know it. Um, damn. I guess it's my turn, huh? Mm-hmm. 
my rock bottom. Uh, I'm not going to bring up a rock bottom from my childhood because I was fucking helpless in my childhood. And uh, I honestly think that that don't count, <laughs> even though it does. Um, being fully transparent here, this is this is Saturday, right? Yes. No, so last kidding. Saturday, I was uh, going to commit suicide. Um, what? I text. Oh, shit. I text you. I text. I text five. I text everybody who I uh, I text I text everybody who um you feel me? I knew who heart I was breaking, but at that point in time, like bro, like it's just so much going on in my fucking life, right? Um, I've been struggling with this for a long time since like probably like a smooth probably like for the whole year, honestly, a little bit before that, right? Um, people thought it was yeah, because I was supposed to go out there uh in December to come. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. before a little minute now, people thought it was because of um my recent separation with uh my ex spouse, but it was actually before that. Even in that relationship, like man, you know, we, me and her had conversation plenty of times and uh and things like that. Just because, like, I I was. Telling people like, man, I've been feeling tired for so long, bro. Like, ain't no fam. I don't got no family out here. Like, it's just me. I'm thugging it out. You feel me? Don't got. Don't really gonna got no friends besides <laughs> my boy Tree. But uh, be, he be he be handling his business. You feel me? He be doing what he be doing. So like, it's really just me out here. And, like, I I feel completely lonely and tired. Like I said, like man, I'm like my soul is just tired. Uh, uh, that day. I tried calling, you know, some of the family members the bet shit. They didn't pick up the phone. I don't know if they think that I was calling because they owe me money, but it's never like that. But I spoke. I spoke to my oldest brother. I spoke to my mom. And I spoke to my sister. That, that that's everybody. That's everybody who I, I felt like I needed to know. Cause I ain't for the lead no. I ain't for the lead no letter. You feel me? I'm about to text everybody who I think that I need to text. Cause you feel my at that at that point in time my mind was made up. Uh, mm-hmm. After I sent everybody the message, I put my phone on airplane mode and I was about to feel me. Uh, I was about to handle business, but um, but you didn't, and that's yeah, good. Yeah, but I didn't. I, I, uh, I'm telling you, like I, I promise, man. I put my I put my phone on airplane mode. I remember this shit, and you know, bro. I got the my my witch McCall went off the the ring the ringtone for like a text message. It went off, bro. And five, that's when I seen your message, bro. And uh, you feel me? Uh, that was that was my rock bottom. People, you know, and like I said, people thought it was because of my recent my recent breakup. And somebody was like, man. You know, they was like, man, fuck that bitch. I say, oh, hold on, hold on. This is definitely not what we're going to do. Nobody's going to call her out her name because she was there for me when my family wasn't. You feel me? Yeah. Her family was there for me endlessly when nobody else was. So the last thing that I'm going to ever let anybody do is disrespect her and her family, whether we're talking or not talking. But uh, I don't know, man. It's a lot that go on in my head constantly. Like, I constantly feel alone. I constantly know that I'm alone, and I think that's that's even worse. 
like I said earlier, I go to therapy, I go to counseling, you feel me? And it feel good while I'm there. Uh, I got different church groups that I go to. They're like, man, you feel me? I don't think. And I, I seen a, the um thing earlier. And it was talking about this guy posted on social media that real niggas don't commit suicide. And uh I mean that's that's how he feel, that's cool. But I, I don't think I don't think we should sit behind the screen or anything like that and just judge somebody based off what they're going through. Cause on the outside, people think that my life is good. I got two bachelor's degrees, I got my master's. I'm currently in my PhD program, have my own company. We have this podcast. So like it seems cool. You feel me? But like I said, man, I feel completely lost and broken in the inside. And if you don't feel if you don't feel good in the inside, you feel me? Everything else that this world has to offer really don't matter, but yeah. Nah, bro. I totally understand you on that one, bro. And that's, you know, that's all that people really need nowadays is just um, a little safety and all that. Yeah, bro. Like, man, I'm dealing with a, I'm dealing with a lot of shit, bro. Like, you know, I got taken away from my mom when I was in the fifth grade. You feel me? Because she was doing what she was doing or whatever, which I can't, I can't blame. And I really hate and I, and I mean this with my whole heart, bro. I really hate that I'm so understanding about everybody's situation. And I've been like this since I was very young. And it as I've grown, like me have me understanding everybody's situation has grown even more. I feel like I understand and have empathy and compassion for everybody's situation, but nobody has it for mine, bro. And that, well, like, like Maxine said earlier, like it's you know. She's like she's learning to be selfish, and like that's I think that's something that all of us have to do. There's no know, know when to be selfish. Not saying yeah. be fucking selfish all the time, but you know know when to be selfish. As you're and I completely, selfish. I completely agree with you, bro. But it's the lack of having people that's understanding in my life. So I don't if I if, like I think that that's a problem. I'm not gonna become part of that problem. You feel me? Right. It's like, bro. What? Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know, bro. Sometimes I just wish I really had that. I don't want anybody to hear this podcast and try to be that person because I don't think that it's going to be genuine. You feel me? Like I yeah. talked to you, bro. I don't know how many times about this shit. You feel me? Where I'm just... I just feel like I'm in a hole, bro. I just feel like I'm in a dark place. And the only person who I feel like I can constantly talk about that shit, you feel me? She's not in my life no more because, like, you feel me? I'm, yeah, I'm a, I was for a reason or whatever, you know. Yeah, you bro. I'm, yeah, nah, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a broken individual. I understand that, bro. Like, my trauma and everything got me mentally unstable and, like, I started realizing that when I started going to therapy, where she suggested in the first place, <laughs> even though I graduated, you know, with my degree in psychology, bro. And I feel like that's the, 
like that's the most hurtful shit. Like I under I can I can see where other people are messed up. I can see what's going on in somebody else's life, but I can't apply it to mine, bro. And that's another reason why I feel like I broke my own heart. Um But yeah, bro, let's just go ahead and uh move on to whatever questions y'all got because uh I'm getting tired of this shit. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. If someone was to break your heart in any way, shape, or form, relationship, friendship, um, family, whatever, and do y'all think that that could be salvaged? Um, it, it really, it, with that, um, I feel like that would have to depend on both of the parties as far as salvage, yeah. because you have some people that are, you feel me, with it just being family, like, if they if they genuinely feel love for you and all that, some people will, you know, will be like, nah, like, this is petty, like, why are we even, why did this even happen? And they want to work shit out, you know? Okay, and, yeah. And you got other people that are, that are sitting there and hold the grudge and be like, oh, no, like, you did this shit. It's fucked up and blah 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 blah, like mm. all of that. But no, yeah. I think I think that's a two way question because it, it's fifty fifty. It can go south or it can go north. Like it can go north or south. Yeah. Um, I think I think it depends on the severity of the heartbreak. For an example, um, like I said, you know, me and my spouse, we uh decided to go our separate ways and like my heart was broken but like I can't I can't I can't blame her you feel me like she doing what she absolutely what she absolutely felt and thought was right and like I and I under like at first I was like man you know like fuck that shit but like now being able to take steps back you feel me being able to take steps back is like man like she did it for she did it for herself. She did it for she did it for her. Um, she did it for herself, and like I'm mentally, like I, I, I'm full disclosure. Like man, I'm, I'm mentally, I'm mentally unstable. Like I'm, I'm a completely broken individual, and I feel like once I, once I started to acknowledge that, it's easier to talk about because if we're being honest, that's everybody. If you, well, not the mentally unstable part. I'm talking about the brokenness. To a degree, everybody everybody is broken. Whether you want to admit it or not, like that's something that you're gonna have to have a conversation with yourself in the mirror about. But um, it's some people who broke my heart that like I forgave, but I don't want them back in my life. And some of them people is my family members. Like you feel me? Like we don't. I don't care that I don't care that we family. We related by blood. That's it. Your morals are my morals. Your ethics are my ethics. And you know that is. That is what it is. But I think more importantly in the whole forgiving process, I think we have to forgive ourselves, which is something that I struggle with daily. So once I start forgiving myself, I'll be able to start, you know, spreading that forgiveness to others, man. But uh Yeah. Okay. That's it. What was the question? No. I don't that know. was it. Yeah, like. Okay. All right, so I got, I got, I got a question for both of you since you guys asked the questions. Um, <clears throat> do you guys believe in loving from a distance? 
Like, what you mean? <laughs> Long distance? Like, let's say, for instance, you and a family member, like, y'all, y'all always bump their heads. It's like, it's always a headbutt contest. Uh-huh. You love you love them to death. You don't wish nothing, no harm, no nothing. Like, you still wish them for the best, but you just don't want to be around them. Like, loving from a distance, like, You'll love them from a distance, but you don't have to like you don't have to see them and all that. Like, do you do you feel like that's okay to love from a distance? I'm not the type of person that could do that. No, I need to touch you. Um, I need I to think- physically hug you and talk to you and go on walks and go on. I need to feel. I need to see you. I need to be able to feel you. That's the type of person I am. Um, okay, so you don't believe in loving from like loving a family, like loving from a distance, pretty much. I I believe it's possible, but I believe that that's harder because like y'all know my little brother was just in jail for a long time, and like of course I love him, you know, but yeah. that's not nothing like me being able to walk in his room right now and actually give him a hug or call him <laughs> and be like, hey, how's your day today? So, right, right, right. To me, it's you thinking that, about love in the physical sense. To me, yes, yeah. She, she's a touchy person. Like she, like yeah. To me, yeah. Sorry, okay, okay. I okay. have so, to, I have to have it that way. Yeah. So her, yeah, that's yeah. She, ha- that's how she likes it. Okay. So, um. Yeah. I like I said earlier. I go to these. I go to church. I got a man's group on Tuesdays. Shout out to the homies. And I got a. Group on Wednesdays, and um, on Wednesday is called Rooted. We read in a book, and um, like the seven, the seven uh, like cornerstones of Christianity or whatever. We recently talked about love, how love is defined in the Bible. Um, is like love is like you laying down, like you being able to lay down your life for you know somebody else. If we're gonna be honest. It's not a lot of people in this world that I lay my life down for. You right. feel me? And half of those people in my family, more than half of those people in my family, just because, like, I love you, but not that much. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? There's a select few of people that I I actually love. But if you're talking about, like, loving and checking up for a distance, I do I do believe, I do believe in it because, like, there's some people that I love enough, you feel me? Like, I hit you up, see how you doing. Be there if you need a shoulder to cry on or, you know, you need somebody to talk to. But, like, nah, man. Um, I don't know. That's a that's a, that's a a tricky question, bro. You, you got me stumped with that one, man. So, me, for instance, like, <clears throat> I use my cousin Fred that's in California. Um, I use him as your prime example, right? Yeah. Family man and all that. Loves everybody equally, you know, helps out when he can and all that, right? But he likes to love everybody from a distance because, you know, he don't like, he may not like everybody's personalities or like, Mm -hmm. you know, or he may not feel like the love is genuine in return. Mm -hmm. So, like, he loves, like, he loves from a distance. Like, he'll make, he'll make whatever family event he wants to he's not the type to sit there and make every single one if it's five of them he's gonna make one if it's ten of them he's gonna make one you know what i'm saying yeah so 
me personally, I, my from how I feel, I believe I can love from a distance. Like I can a simple text or a phone call, hey, how you doing? Blase, blase, blase. Like love, like I can love, I can love from a distance. I just, I feel like it'll be less stress for me, less anxiety. Like loving from a distance is okay in my eyes. Nothing wrong with it. And that's why I asked the question because I just wanted to see everybody's opinion. And I kind of did feel like Maxine was a person um, who would like the physical contact because, you know, she's a... She's her. She's a, <laughs> yeah, like, she's her. And not only that, like, she has a daughter. And, you know, mm-hmm. once once a female has that daughter, it's automatic, like, oh, I got to touch you. Like, Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Like, that's her daughter. Like, she's, I'm, I'm pretty sure she holds her daughter's hands. So yeah, sit there and yeah, you know, uh, yeah, baby, don't hurt. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. stuff like that. Yeah. So, and then we got you know, the guys, uh, the guys, we got we got our opinions. So I feel like it was, it was good, and um, I actually don't have another question off the top of my head right now. One of y'all got a question? Mm-hmm. Let me think. Yeah. I got one, bro. Go ahead. As of right now, oh, like within the past week, what is the hardest thing that you had to do? Honestly, Of juggling two jobs because that's time consuming and draining and mentally and physically draining and yeah that's just like a whole nother responsibility if that makes sense like uh, which it is you go from one job to two jobs yeah it's just like I had to get back in that mindset. I had to, for me, like when I am in two job mode or three job mode, I am focused. That's like my zone. That's like my go get a mode. That's like my paper money right now. Like I'm on a young Dolph mode right there. Yeah. Like um, a lot of y'all don't know, but I don't currently have my daughter. My daughter's with her dad in a different state. So I'm not abandoning my child, but I have to stack all this money up. So that I can afford to pay for daycare and I can afford to pay my rent and my car note and put gas in my car without going broke while having my daughter with me. So I have to prepare basically for the worst right now. And that's what I'm doing. And that's totally fine and understandable. Don't ever feel like, you know, you're a bad mom and all that because what bad moms don't do is that bad moms don't make sacrifices. Bad moms are the ones that have their kids taken away because they didn't, they didn't want to clean up for the sake of their kids. Mm -hmm. You you got, yeah, you got some ladies out there. You feel me? Who don't never let the father see the child. Exactly. No matter what. Yeah. And now that you, you feel whether she's staying with him or she's just spending the summer with him, whatever, like, man, like some people will probably look at you and be like, oh, how could she do that? But I think the majority of people, especially a lot of men in that situation, you feel me? A lot of men in that situation be like, man, like you never let me get, you know, our daughter or whatever. Like you feel me? And then it gets to the point where 
like they're not in the daughter life at all just because of whoever the mom is and vice versa you know i'm not this is not everybody's situation i completely understand that not saying that it is but uh-huh. like yeah man like you know the the father the father got it right now like ain't nothing ain't nothing wrong with that man like you said you're doing what you feel like you need to do stack that money man make that money don't let that money make you yeah i'm out here getting it i feel good right now see what was that question again my boy Oh, what is the hardest thing that you had to do this past week? Oh, shit. Speak up. <laughs> I finally, like, spoke my mind to my mother. You know, a um, little incident happened at the crib and all that. And for some reason, the other three kids get blamed and all that. And I don't, I don't like that. But I feel good about it, you know. I felt great. Um uh, you know, I feel like my feelings are valid. And she asked me, like, shit, I'm still, I still feel good, you know. I don't feel bad or anything like that. I feel good. I actually feel like it was a little bit of weight lifted off um, my shoulders. <clears throat> but You released something, that's good. Yeah, you know, it's no hard feelings or nothing like that. But it's just like, shit, bro, I, y'all gonna, like, you got to eventually hear me, bro, like. That's my that's that's my thing. Like y'all, like I be nice and you know I beat around the bush a little bit when it comes to Mama Deuce. Just you know to not to not you know escalate things or you know make things more than what it is. But that's just the type of person I have to be when I you know when I talk to her. Cause shit, ain't no telling. It's, quick in a blink of an eye but <clears throat> no I feel good bro I actually feel good uh, excited for my daughter to be coming soon and like feel like I'm making the right decisions you know that's <laughs> <laughs> this month on the 15th uh, the 27th of this month but we start going every Friday for checkups 27th I don't know why I got the 15th on my calendar 27th alright let me mark that down that's her due date, but like I said, bro, we gotta go oh. every Friday. Yeah, we're oh, going yeah. every Friday to get her checked on and all that. Cause all right. she, she can, she can, you feel me? She can be dilated and not feeling any of the contractions and all that shit. And <laughs> you know, so it's like, nah, let's. Yeah, it's let's her first go. baby, so she's not gonna hide her baby on her due date. She's gonna go past it, but they ain't gonna let her go too past it. I she gonna go past her, or it's gonna go early, cause. No, uh, she a lot she of probably said they have the baby early if it's your first child. No, I went normally because your body is not that it doesn't know what to do, but it's its first time doing it. Mm-hmm. So normally it takes a little longer. So she I had three due dates. My first due date was June 30th, Kai didn't come. Then by then, like you said, I'm going to the doctor every week. So they ain't doing nothing but just sticking their fingers in me and checking me. Oh, you're yeah. one. Oh, you're two. Oh, you're one. Oh, you're two. Um, my second due date was July 2nd. July 2nd, they said, Oh, you're three. Try to see if, you know, in the next few days anything change, if anything's dramatic. Um, go to the hospital doctor's appointment on the fourth. Now, mind you, my last doctor's appointment was on my due date, or technically the third. So I went in the third, and he said, anything changed? And I said, no. He literally went in that other room. He called the hospital. He said, go to the hospital tomorrow morning. You're going to have that baby. I said, oh, 
but they had to induce me because yeah. I went a week past. They're not going to let her go past a week. So she can be, she, yeah, around the 28th, that's what, I mean, the 29th, that's the last week of August. She might come that week. She might come the first week of September, you know? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends on when she actually want to come out. Yeah, she she's very active at night though, like real active. Like the videos that we be I taking. Wanna, I wanna I wanna know how big wild. she gonna be. Well, right now, uh, cause she went and got her way Wednesday. Uh, she's six pounds fifteen ounces. Oh yeah, she a good baby. Kai was six pounds ten ounces. So yeah, she a good baby. And they say that the machine could be off by one. By like a pound, so I'm like, damn, they don't come out big. I don't need a big baby. <laughs> Six pounds. Well, that's to me, that's a perfect little baby. People be having like eight pound, nine pound, ten oh, pound fuck babies. No. Fuck Them no. babies be like, they come out looking like they three months already. They come out looking big. Nah, I need my baby to come out looking like a baby. <laughs> like six to Not seven pounds. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, she be six or seven pounds. Yeah, man. Well, I'm happy for you, bro. And once again, I'm happy that I won that bet that we had going on since we started college. It's been a (laughs) while. That's crazy, but you actually did win it. Yeah, man. We've been handing that bet for a little minute. First, the bet was with, you know, two other people that we know. He ended up winning that one. And then... uh, Wait, who... Just two people that we know. Yeah, but we can't say no names. Yeah. Say oh, no God. Okay. <laughs> we, no we, we don't know their relationship status and who is who, right? So, oh, um, Lord. And then me and Five made a bet between ourselves, man. That boy. <laughs> hey, bro. We used to, that's crazy, man. I'm, I'm glad that I want to know, bro. Yeah, he won at the end. So that means that you uh, next. Like, you're definitely the next one. Uh, I don't know about that, man. Um, still trying to figure some things out. I still got faith in my most previous relationship, and uh, I'm just waiting, bro. Bad, but before anything, man, I gotta get, I gotta get myself right, man. I, mentally back right, yeah. For real, I gotta get mentally back right, which I know I made a lot of progress this year. Um, shout out to my therapist. Also, shout out to my counselor. Um, hopefully by the end of this year, you know. I'll be doing uh, less therapy and counseling than uh, I'm doing right now. But, yeah, I ain't, I ain't out here. I ain't worried about I ain't worried. I'm just only worried about one, bro. Only one. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. time you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, always remember, put yourself first. Don't feel bad to say no, and don't be, you know, feel sad to put your foot down, you know, because at the end of the day, I promise you, and I'm still learning, but I promise you, there's nothing wrong with being selfish, but also know when to be selfish. Yes, very true. Yeah. Anybody got got anything else to say to these lovely ladies and gentlemen? And people who do not identify. There we go, bro. You <laughs> learned. There we go. <laughs> I just say um, what I've been really, really 
standing on gratitude is being a moment sometime for five and ten years ahead. Be grateful for what you have right now today. Say thank God for the air you breathe right now today because there's going to come a day in the next five or ten years that you're not going to have that. So right now, even if it's a bad day, be grateful for having bad moments and bad motion and just be grateful for it being able to go through life's trials and tribulations because it is a roller coaster. It is going to be up. It is going to be down and we don't control that. All we have, all we have to do is just live the life. And sometimes living the life is hard. So just be happy that you won the gamble and you ain't get swallowed up in your ass out here walking on the streets. That's all I got to say. Okay. Okay. Um, First of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone um, for your support, for you guys taking this hour and some change to listen to us. Um, I also want to let everybody know, man, it's okay not to be okay. Feel like society, you know, not forces us, but society, society has accepted that we continuously lie to ourselves about being okay or not being okay and what you see on social media. Nobody has this life shit figured out. Even Jesus didn't have life figured out. You see what I'm saying? He just did the best that he just did the best that he can do. Um, for some people, I understand that loving y'all ain't easy. I honestly feel like myself personally, Loving me ain't easy, so that's why when people don't show me love, I can't I can't really blame them because I struggle with doing that myself. But please make no mistake, you do deserve to be loved. It is a right that you have because God created us all. Or if you don't believe in God, higher force created us all. Whatever you believe in, everybody deserves love and everybody deserves to be loved. But um, if you're struggling with that, it's okay. If you don't got nobody to talk to, call me, talk to me. Uh, I welcome, I welcome thee. But um, thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Have a fantastic day. And always remember, life is already hard enough. Bye. Dale. <laughs>